Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Whoa, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so great to have you tune us in and turn us on. Uh, I love, love, love being able to connect with all of you. And guess what else I love? I love the fact that Mr. Benny is back. Me Benny. too. Woo. Good to be back. Needed some uh, relaxation, some energy yeah. charged batteries yeah. are back up. They're up to full strength, Pat. Yeah, and let's give a, a round of applause for Nathan, if we oh, could. Oh, yes, most definitely. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, buddy, for filling in for me and all my wonderful shows here. Uh, yeah. Couldn't have done yep. it without him. I know. I actually waited till you went on vacation to go into the studio. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> Did you pick up your mail that I left you? No. Nobody gave me the mail. It was on top of the uh, counter. Oh my gosh! I'll I didn't. I'll have to come back and get it. Yeah, see, that's how. Uh, all right. So you got some mail. All for right. Me. I'll have to come back and get it. Yeah. Um. And of course, you went to a very spiritual place. I did. I went to yeah. Lake Shasta area, and it's pretty funny. We were talking off air before we started the show. Uh, I went to a restaurant called Yaks. A little shout out to them. Great food. And so we're sitting there eating our meal, and it's pretty funny because then. Uh, the waitress came over and she goes, I really have to apologize because we were one of like three other tables in there that were medium sized tables. Uh, we've got a huge group of like 20, 23 people coming in. We're going to take the whole back room where you guys are. And I'm like, sure, no problem. And she goes, there's a yogi coming in too. I'm like, oh, I'm very familiar with this area. She's like, well, I just didn't want to know like how you guys would feel. I'm like, believe you me, we're all spiritual at this table right now. She started laughing because she didn't <laughs> think I would totally get it. And I did. <laughs> and then they all came in and it was very pleasant. Oh my God, it's yeah. so good. So like I can't escape uh, it even when I go on vacation. <laughs> it was a great time. Oh, great man. time. Great time. Oh, awesome. It's great to have you back, though. You sound like super refreshed. Uh, not too bad. Uh, a little bit, uh, I guess, you know, the smoke, there was a little bit down there, you know, all the California yeah. fires. Uh, they dissipated yeah. a little bit like up here. Um, it's amazing back up here. I can't believe you guys cleared up so well uh, after I yeah, left last week. But um, we obviously needed yeah. it, too. Uh, yeah, yeah I don't know what happened here. I don't know why we did. I mean, wouldn't it be the rain? Was it the rain? Yeah, I think I some people are saying that what we're probably going to get some of that weather from Hawaii. I don't really know if mm -hmm. we are or not, but uh, we really do need some rain to put them fires out. Yes, and or just be alert and aware of everything around you. Um, you know, everything happens for reasons. Accidents do too. Yeah. Even afterwards, I mean, of course, you know, I've heard stories, of course, some of the fires that do happen from just accidents on the side of the road. People pull over, yep. their car's yep. hot, you know, and they're on the side of the shoulder and they start a fire on the grass with their car and they don't even know it when they pull away. So just be that's aware. True. And that's kind of things happen. So just be yeah. uh, aware. You're, you're so right about that. I mean, we're really li living on a tinderbox, mm -hmm. you know, 
Um, and and it's not like that people do things uh, on purpose. No. It's that you and I have talked about this over the past 15 years. The climate is changing. End uh-huh. of story. Yep. yep. <laughs> and who's at fault? Exactly. Uh, is, is the answer we are? Yeah. <laughs> is that the answer? Just about. Is the answer like human beings? Mm, human beings. Human beings. <laughs> yeah, Something that would like be that. what it yeah, is. Yeah. I know. Well, are you ready for today's show? Let's do it. Yeah, Dr. Anna Getman is joining us here today. I've been so eager really to talk with her because one of the things that I love is I love to hear how people are talking about what you and I just talked about, living a spiritual life in a material world, living a spiritual Mm -hmm. life in a material world. And what does that mean? But what I love about this is, you know, what she went through and she said, listen, There are four key things that I'm going to share with you about fulfillment and balance. Four key things. And so I love it when we can break things down into like fours. There are fours. For Benny, you're going to be kind of busy today a little bit. We've got a bunch of copies of this book to give away. And so very, very cool, all of the above. For those of you, let me just tell you a little bit about who Dr. Anna Gatman is. Visionary, educator, spiritual innovator, right? Her background's kind of like mine, a bit eclectic, right? She's lived in various places, although I I did not live in Israel or Sweden or France or any of that, right? I lived in the Bronx, but that is very eclectic (laughs) too now. Um, And so she's here to talk with us today, not only about what this means to really kick up our game, stay spiritual, and live in this world that is getting materialistic more and more every day. So get ready for what you're about to learn today from Dr. Anna, as well as tapping into these keys. Uh, Dr. Gatman, great to have you. Hello, Dr. Pat. Thanks for having me on your show. I'm excited to be here. Okay, so one of the things that I've been saying for 15 years when, you know, started this is, that I never really saw myself as spiritual. As a matter of fact, there's a phrase that folks have given me about my version of spirituality. They say that what I do is called street smart spirituality. Hmm. And at first I didn't really, you know, I was like, okay, is that like, uh, I thought, is that an insult? And then I realized, no, they're right. But part of the journey is to really look at all dimensions of the life we live, including money and material things. And so I want to talk with you about this for a little bit. And my first question really is, you know, why is it a lot of the times, I'm not going to say all the time, but a lot of the times, why is it uh, that folks have a hard time talking about being spiritual and also making good money? Hmm. That's a, such a good question. I think that it comes from a split. I mean, first of all, we live on a planet that's dualistic, black or white, right or wrong, good or bad. So, so that's what we came into this planet with. Um, and so spiritual material has also been split and, and valuing the spiritual over the material. So material things, I mean, it's a common belief that I bought into and you probably in, in your audience. It's like spiritual things are here today and gone tomorrow. Now, everything is here today and gone tomorrow. 
the joy that you're feeling at this second is not only gone tomorrow, it's probably gone in five seconds because you can't hold on to it. So everything is here today and gone tomorrow. And everything material is actually an expression of a higher, more expansive spiritual intention. So it, it is so interesting how we've split it. And that's why it's really hard to talk. It's okay to talk about compassion and gratitude and bliss and inner peace. But God forbid we talk about the food we eat and making that sacred, uh, the money we make, which allows us to manifest our dreams and our visions and do good in the world, or the clothes we wear that make us feel every day in a certain state of mind where we're more in an optimal state of mind or not. I mean, all of these are material expressions of our spirit. And so this is really the challenge of our times, right? Uh, and let's talk about this. You know, I did not grow up with a stepmom that says, honey, you, you, you know, you can have, you can't have your cake and eat it too. That was not my mom. My mom was a woman who had her first child at 12 and her second child at 13. And she lived in the world of possibilities, all of the above. And so what I love about this today is um, we are going to be talking about uh, the fantasy life that seems to be encompassing the notion of spirituality, those things that challenge us. But you have a new narrative on this. Can we talk about some of the fantasies that we tell ourselves, myths, so yeah. to speak, when it comes to spirituality and the world? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so there, there, there are a few. So first of all, for example, we tell ourselves what I said be for that spiritual things have value, whereas material things don't, um, and that they're split. So then we consume in a compulsive way, and we're never satisfied because we don't see the beauty or the compassion or the connection, spiritual qualities that we value. We don't see it in our material surrounding. And and we look for the meditation retreat in three weeks to kind of give us some inner peace and some space. So we split. So that's one of the myths that we kind of live by. Whereas actually, as I said before, they are connected and an expression of each other. Um, so, so that's number one. Number two is um, that only spiritual teachers or luminaries have access to these wisdoms and actually, we all have access. The key is to expand our consciousness. What I realized from the study I did for my doctoral research is that all spiritual experiences have one characteristic, which is in common, and that's an expansive quality. And luminaries and teachers reside more frequently in that expansive state. And when you do that, you gain access to wisdom, to spiritual wisdoms, that you don't have access to when you're in a logical, constricted state of mind. And so people go to spiritual teachers and sit and ask questions and hope that the teacher is going to save them, is mm. going to help them find the relationship or make the money or find the inner peace, when actually you and me and your listeners, every one of us can access the same wisdom if we learn to expand our consciousness. So that's the second myth. Um, you know, there's also these things like, Meditation is the way to be spiritual. Now, meditation is really wonderful because it does change your vibration, your state of mind, and you do it in the morning. It's wonderful for the rest of the day. But most of us have a really hard time committing to it. So we keep feeling like we're not spiritual enough because we can't do this 
simple thing of sitting quietly for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Well, there's so many ways to be spiritual throughout your day. You could, <clears throat> you could have a mantra that you say while you're driving down traffic to go to the city for, yes. for your day, right? Yes, yes. And exactly. And if you say that, man, you're going to shift your state of mind within seconds. Why yes. isn't that? That is integrating a spiritual principle into your material world while you're driving down the highway. Yeah. And there are many, many ways of doing that. And so even this belief that only meditating is the way to be, to, to the only spiritual practice is meditation is also a myth. It's not true. And it constrains us to feeling inadequate. We haven't arrived. We'll never arrive. We're not spiritual enough. I mean, I went through it myself and many people I work with go through it as well. Yeah. As a matter of fact, let me tell you how constraining it was for me. And, you know, people that know me and know the network, right, they, they know that we've been doing this for 15 years. And basically, here's the story. There were about five of us back in 03 that decided we were going to do this thing called positive media and positive radio mm -hmm. uh, as, an, a, as a show. And, uh, and we didn't know anything about this. And basically, we were told we were crazy. But... Somehow we knew that women were a large part of the segment that did not listen to radio anymore. But on the journey, uh, we get to interview so many interesting people along the way. And I remember someone saying to me, boy, I don't remember who it was or when it was, but it was early on, like 04, something like that. Talk to me about meditation. Here's what it was for me. It wasn't just a challenge. It was a showstopper because I was one of these people that tried to fit into a one size fits all. When we come back, we're going to talk about what the four keys are and why what Dr. Anna Gatman is saying that is so powerful given the world we live in now. That's why she was called a visionary, see? Because if you're talking about this, and living a spiritual life in a material world, unless you're going to leave the material world, you're going to want to listen to some stuff here today. Let's take a short break. When we come back, giving away copies of the book, all of the above. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Tune in to E3 Influence Radio. Own your impact. Master your world. In this new hit show, Sarah Luce, empowerment coach and spiritual mentor, teaches us how to achieve our greatest potential to positively affect everything and everyone. The time is now to enlighten our minds, empower our hearts, and take energized action to raise the consciousness of our planet. Sarah shows us how with simple, easy-to-implement steps. To find out more about Sarah Luce and her E3 Influence program, visit saraluce.com. Thank you. 
interested in deepening your spiritual practice? The School for Esoteric Studies offers online training to spiritual seekers from all paths of life and individual coaching. Our courses synthesize Eastern and Western spiritual traditions based on meditation, study, and service applied to everyday life. To learn more about our courses and services, please visit www.esotericstudies.net. Are you done being afraid to jump into the life that's waiting for you? Are you ready for a real shift? I invite you to tune in every Tuesday with me, Tracy L, on the Tracy L. Clark Show, where we will teach you how to live your extraordinary life. At 8 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio, where I will provide the tools and the steps needed to help you transcend perceived limitations and move forward with an extraordinary life. For more information, visit me at TracyLClark.com. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Huff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. I love that. Thank you, Benny. <laughs> You're welcome. It's kind of Thank a you. spin, though, but we're not really doing that today. No, but it's kind of... It's, <laughs> I, know, right? yeah, I know. I think it's right on, though. Oh. Um, before we go ahead, uh, Dr. Gatman, would you mind letting folks know how they can get a copy of the book, how they can find out more about you? And then, Benny, I'd like to start by giving a copy of the book away, Living a Spiritual Life in a Material World, uh, 1-800-930-2819. One eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. So, how can folks find out more about you, Anna? Right. So, yeah. so you're giving away the book, or I'm giving away the book, which I'm doing with pleasure. Yeah. Um, uh, you can also get the book uh, on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or you can ask your local bookstore. Uh, my website is annagatman.com. You can join my list. I have like a free gift of how to find more uh, peace, prosperity, and purpose in your life. And <clears throat> um, so there's different ways to, com- to communicate with me and um, um, start the process of uh, living in spiritual material abundance. I love it. 1-800-930-2819. We're going to give a copy of the book away. Okay. I am like, I've been so looking forward to talking to you about the four keys. I really am because I looked at this and I read your book and I looked at that first key and I thought about what we do and what our marketing material says when we reach out to people and ask them if they want to host the show with us. And then I saw it in your words. Let's go through the keys. Key number one. Okay, so key number one is, is the essence of all spiritual experiences, and that's expansive presence. And really what it is, it's a key to connecting to a more enlightened version of, your, of yourself, the, your highest aspirations, your um, most noble values. 
And they're very simple ways. We talked about it just a second ago when we were off. So gratitude is one way, but not just gratitude, just to say, okay, I'm grateful, but to actually feel it shift um, the state of your mind and body. Uh, and the more you, you do, you experience gratitude, the more it shifts. So they're very simple ways. I mean, that's the trick that really in my personal story, I was blown away when I realized how simple it is. So um, th- there's simple ways in the book about how you can expand your consciousness. And then I realized uh, through my research that once you expand your consciousness, something very interesting occurs. You become... Um, 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 information that was not available to you a second ago when you were in a more constricted logical state of mind becomes available for you in the form of intuitive knowing, like in a holistic, a, a whole knowing. And we've all had that experience. Oh, why didn't I think of this before? Oh, this mm. makes so much sense. Oh, I totally get it. Um, and, and it's not a logical knowing. And so that's the second key. So the first key is to expand your consciousness, expansive resonance. The second one is attentive listening. Once you expand your consciousness, listen attentively to this flow of information that shows up in your field of awareness, either internally as an inner prompting, what we call a gut feeling, um, but also externally, a book that shows up in your life, a person who just calls uh, synchronistic events. And so then when you've received the guidance, the third key comes in, and that's inspired action. And that's the key to manifesting your dreams, your goal, your purpose. Because if you received information about how to live your life in greater alignment, then now you want to act upon it so you can actually create more spiritual and material abundance in your life. And then the fourth key is faith-filled knowing. And that's just taking a moment to just stop and look at this wondrous universe. You can call it God. You can call it Jesus. You can call it the soul. Source. Uh, I in the book I call it the universe, um, and just know that if you tap into this larger interdependent reality, there's a co-creative process that occurs, and you can start to embrace miracles and synchronistic events, and it's just magical and wondrous. Wow, you know I want to just go through these um, kind of interestingly. Uh, one of the things that uh, I'm really struck by is the word expansive. Can we take a moment and talk about that word? Mm-hmm. Okay. Please, um, I love that word. <laughs> I love the word. I, I love the word. I mean, uh, one of the things that we do is, and we're getting ready to do it again, we send out information for people that want to advertise with us. And one of the things we do in our holiday offering, our cover says accelerated expansiveness. Wow. And, and, and that's because that's a phrase somebody used. And every time we try to replace it, right, where we say, oh, we got to come up with something new. We can't really figure out anything new. I want to know from you energetically, why is that? <laughs> so it's just, it's amazing that you said that because I am in, in the process, I, I will re- reveal this. I'm in a process of creating a a membership community, which I'm calling expansive community. Wow. Nice. Yes. And so, and, and it will allow for people at a very affordable rate to participate in growing spiritually while living in an abundant material world. Ah, and nice. so, so it's in 
interesting. And I also love your your statement that you say early on. What? Um, oh, now I, I can't think of yeah. it. Something that I use a lot is like, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? What would that's you what I do, that. do? That's my tagline. Exactly. And I thought oh. that's exactly, that's my tagline. What could you what would you set out to do if you knew you couldn't fail? And that is the key to expansiveness. That is how you expand. You take a leap. You dream a, dr a big dream, okay? It doesn't have to be huge, but you say, I want to lose two pounds, or I want to organize my room in a nicer way. Uh, I want a new car. I want to um, work less hours. I mean, just things that are daily things. Those are your dreams. So you set the dream out then you practice the four keys so you you learn how to expand and then you 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 so, so you actually take the risks to actually make it happen okay so you dream big then you take the risk you to make it happen and then you actually grow into a more expansive version of yourself yes. is that how it occurs that is exactly how it occurs because, you know, I mean, I, we're, we're, this is so interesting. We're talking about this today because, you know, look, this started in 2003 after dialing a wrong phone number. It, it really is. And so here I am dialing a wrong phone number. Uh, don't hang up. Pull out a credit card. And I spend close to $10,000 on an Internet only radio hour per week. That's ridiculous, right? When you think about that back in 2003, but it wasn't for me. And so what I hear you talking about is exactly the way the Dr. Pacho started. It didn't start as that. We grew into five days a week, an hour, then uh, up to 10 hours a week. Then we launched the transformation network in the same way. But every one of the things I'm mentioning to you started with an extraordinary, expansive vision, not just for me, but Jessica, Linda, the team. And we are, we grow into it so much so, Anna, and I want to talk with you about this because this is, this is important when we come back from break. We are now hiring new programmers, more programmers to finish a new technology, right, that again we'll have to grow into like your membership. Yeah. When we come back, I want to talk about how the four keys, right? Literally, mechanically, energetically, and spiritually work for any idea. Any idea. And the reason that this is so important to be talking with you about it is sometimes we forget to actually become human doing people yes that's doing. Such a good point human doing yeah uh i'm not one of these people that i didn't gather any calluses on my butt from all the hours of meditation that's not me when we come back we're going to talk with dr anna gatman about this and much more we're giving away copies of the book one of the things i want to say to all of you is against all odds Remember that phrase, against all odds. It's in her book. Why is that going to be important? Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Demystifying the Journey on From Here to There Radio with your host, Diane Garris. Tune in every third Wednesday, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com as Diane helps you get from where you are now to the life you envision. Get ready to get unstuck and move forward. Every show features a new special segment, New Age Notes, demystifying hot metaphysical topics of the day. For more information or to work with Diane, visit DianeGarris.com. Practice living in wholeness with the body tune-up. Six classes for $89 designed for radical self-healing and self-regeneration. Heal the deepest root of any challenge. The mental body was programmed in negativity, not good enough, separate from source, You're too much, you'll never make it. The emotional body holds all the pain and trauma of emotional suppression, all the pain from this life and life's past. The spiritual body is the place you connect with your higher power, your higher self, with the image and likeness of the one. The physical body houses and expresses the other three bodies every day. Go to corneliastephanie.com. Evolve, become a practitioner. We need to heal, integrate and bring into wholeness and harmony the physical body addressing all the other bodies in order to live in our true authentic nature dream on lie high and live adventurously on the laura meek show tune in each month on transformation talk radio as host laura meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life as a certified life coach speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force. Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. Stay juicy. Tune in to Your Juicy Love with me, Una Drake, co-hosting monthly with Dr. Pat, and every second Monday at 12 p.m. on Transformation Talk Radio. My show, Your Juicy Love, helps you find the dynamic, life-affirming love you've always wanted. Transform your relationships and bring peace, joy, and juicy, juicy love to planet Earth. For more information, visit unadrake.com. Are you ready to attract abundance, release stress, look and feel younger, all from your smartphone? Get Pure Light a free mobile app with audios that transmit powerful frequencies to shift anything in your life. Created by some of the world's top energy healers, these audios have created miracles, often quickly. Enjoy the latest in conscious technology and download Pure Light today. To find out more, visit purelightaudio.com. Oh, boy. Benny's back. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Dr. Pat. For more information about us, go ahead and go to the drpatshow.com. For more information about the network, go to transformationtalkradio.com. And somebody just uh, sent me a little text message uh, about how do you host a show. Uh, So here's what I want to do. I'm going to send you to a website that talks about everything we do. Uh, you can go to thetransformationnetwork.com. And what you're going to find is the history of how we got to be who we are, uh, information about what we believe, 
but more than radio now, we've become a little bit more than that. We do marketing and communications for people, including branding. And you know who some of those folks are on our network. So thank you. Um, thank you, uh, Elise, for sending me that text message because you're right. I never do mention that. Um, and for me today, Dr. Anna Gatman joining me here today. We're giving away copies of the books. Um, again, please tell folks how they can get a copy of your book and also how they can find out more about you. So in addition to calling in to your show, you can find the book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and you can ask your local bookstore to order it. You can also go to my website, annagatman.com, A-N-N-A-G-A-T-M-O-N.com, and um, you can click from there to get to the book. You can read more about the book. Awesome. Um, okay. Uh, before the break, I mentioned something uh, against all odds. The other thing I want to talk about is, you know, I came out of the gate with an expansive view of wanting to reach millions of people to help them live life full out. I didn't know radio was going to be it. I didn't know that I was going to own a radio network. I mean, honestly, I... I wake up every day, Dr. Anna, and it's surreal for me that I get to talk to people like you. But what happened to me is I started to doubt my path. Okay, what do you think happened next, Dr. Anna? Well, that is, I'm so glad that you brought that up because self-doubt is a killer for, be, for being in an expansive state. In, in fact, all forms of fear are and doubt is one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you are in an expansive state, there is no doubt. There is no time in a sense. You're just in this place of you are, you feel so powerful in, in a self-empowered sense. So really all we need to do is expand our consciousness. Once we do that, we don't have doubt. We don't rationalize as much. We have we don't have fear. The minute you want to re, uh, to contract your consciousness, just begin to feel self-doubt and fear, and you won't be expanded anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do want to say also about spirituality, because people go, well, how do I expand my consciousness? So sp- the way I can explain spirituality in the most simple way is kind of like when you're flying in a plane, and it's bumpy. And 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 it, and you begin to be fearful because the plane is going up and down and everything is like rattling. And then the pilot just takes the plane up to a higher level of altitude, and suddenly, the um, the sailing is smooth. So spirituality is raising to it is rising to a higher, more expansive um, state of being that's more stable, more mentally stable, emotionally stable sensationally stable it doesn't mean being like apathetic or not having emotions but it's just more stable and when you're and and when you lose stability you can restabilize yourself much easier so that's what spirituality is and when you expand your consciousness either through your breath or through gratitude or through words you know for years people talk about affirmations but word have a lot of power if you keep telling yourself i am loving, I am expansive, I am powerful, whatever you tell yourself, and not just say it, but actually believe it, or find an image that reflects that, and look at that, and take that in, you shift your consciousness, and you expand it. So 
every one of us can do it. You don't need to be a, a teacher or a luminary or a sage in order to do it. We're all teachers. We're all sages in that sense. Um, and so, you know, the antidote to self-doubt is expansiveness. It's as simple as that. It's not, not always easy to do, but it's very simple. The thing I want to ask you about is the idea of dreaming big. Hmm. We have to be able to talk about this today. Okay. Um, one of the things that I love as I went through this and I read your book is I've gone through and I looked at how absolutely spot on you are in so few words. Seriously. Um, and what I thought about was uh, that this is a very good reminder for me of where we are today. Here's what I want to ask you about, okay? Why is it, in your perspective and looking at the four keys, why is it we negotiate away our abundance? Hmm. Wow. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we we all do it. I'm. I'm yeah. I'm too. guilty. I'm guilty of that crime. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I don't want to yeah. do it anymore, though. Yeah. So I'm asking you, why do we do it, and what can we do to stop it? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, um, sometimes I, we hope that sp spiritual principles will just fall in our lap, right? We, you, we spoke earlier about like, spiritual doers, right? Uh, you uh, mentioned that. I think there's yeah. persistence, patience, and perseverance. We really, we have to be active. We have to be participating in the creation of our world. Anyone who's made it has made it because they've participated in creating the world they wanted to do. We have um, um, karmic events that happen in our life, um, both good and bad, that we didn't plan, but we, we still need to show up for them. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, I lost my train of thought for, there for a second. Help well, me out here. Yeah, I know, because we negotiate away our abundance. And, right. you know, part of this is it's a physical negotiation. Yeah. Uh, and what I, let's break it down into three parts. See, I, my personal experience is that I've, negotia I've negotia negotiated abundance away uh, it, through my body. Mm -hmm. uh, I've done it through my mind. And I clearly have done it through my spirituality. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you touch upon in this book so clearly is that you have four keys and these four keys when you put them together are unstoppable hmm. right yeah well yeah. if we only do two of them let's say yeah uh, let's say we let's say we leave out inspired action Ooh. yeah we're not going to manifest our dreams no but the other part of this is too is if we don't connect with our more enlightened selves yeah we're not going to be able to dream bigger than our logical, rational mind wants us to do. Yeah. You've summarized it beautifully. That's the spiritual material balance. We need to expand our consciousness to a more enlightened version of ourselves. Then we need to listen to spiritual wisdom, but then we need to go into action and, and do something. It's not just colorful. So, so, so everyone who thinks, I know about grace, I know about gratitude, 
I know about bliss, but it's not happening for me. You need to participate. You know, I want to share with you a quote I saw by Yogananda, uh-huh. where he said that from all the students that came to him, business people who came to him succeeded often much more than the more kind of spiritual seeker crowd. Yeah. And that was because they had learned really important capacities, patience, perseverance, persistence, focus, setting goals. They had that in the business world. And all they had to do is change the focus to meditation and yoga and enlightenment, but use the same capacity. So they took that, like, like this was a project. This was a task. Whereas many times, you know, it's broad uh, generalization, but spiritual, seeker, spiritual seekers will go, well, I don't want to deal with money or focus or goals. That's for the material people. I'm more enlightened than that. But we need those things in order to do the third key, which is inspired action. Yeah. We really need both. We need them both. And you know, it's fascinating because my background is in business. You know, I was what you would call an executive at the phone company. Uh, My undergraduate degree was in business science. Um, I was accepted for an MBA degree, which I turned down after I went to the cocktail party and the only one not in a three-piece suit. Um, But the point of this is, is that I was missing the other piece. Mm. I was missing the other piece. Um, I was missing the piece where I can step out, be an entrepreneur, be a businesswoman, and still be enlightened. And isn't that really what, what you're writing about today? These things are not mutually exclusive. They were meant uh, from our birth. They were meant to be integrated into our essence. Yes. And um, um, I want to share two examples of of kind of material things and just show how how we each are spiritual teachers in our own world and how we need the balance of both. So take, for example, an accountant in a company. You know, so we have this stereotype that being an accountant is boring. It's definitely not a spiritual endeavor. But wait a second, if you start looking, and I have this exercise I do with people in workshops where we, we, we look for the essence of your calling. So take this accountant, okay? An, an accountant creates peace, order, um, stability, a possibility for future investment or future growth or future dreams, right? So look, so mm-hmm. all these spiritual qualities exist in an accountant, which... For most of us, we'll say accounting is a boring material endeavor. If the accountant walk ar- walks around with the awareness that they're actually sharing their gifts, the essence of their spiritual gifts with a company, they're creating wonderful spiritual material balance for the company, and they should be appreciated for it as well. So you see how, in a sense, how simple it is mm. for something as, quote-unquote, boring as being an accountant to suddenly be a peacemaker, a stability maker, a possibility for dreaming bigger and growing the company person. Suddenly, they have fulfillment, they have balance, they have abundance, they can create abundance for the company. Suddenly, there's fulfillment from a very mundane activity. Mm. Well, you know, you know there, 
I love the way that you've laid this out in the book. I want to talk about, and Benny, let's go ahead and skip the break and let's give another copy of the book away. 1-800-930-2819. I want to talk about what you refer to in the book as changing your attitude. And the reason I want to talk with you about this is that even if, let's say, your physical body changes, right? Let's say your job situation changes. Let's say something, you know, traumatic happens in your life. Let's say all of that. A bunch of years ago, somebody gave me a book by a gentleman called Viktor Frankl. Mm -hmm. And I got that book when I was in the middle of being a crazy person in my corporate job. Somehow I got it. And I read it, but I didn't fully get it. And I read it every year for 30 years. I had to get it. But I believe that, and even after I thought I got it, I had to remember. I want to talk about um, not necessarily that book, but your approach to what he was saying, especially around attitude, energy, and vibration. Yeah. That's a great example because he he created his entire philosophy and his entire method while being in Auschwitz in a concentration camp. So Mm -hmm. that's like about the most extreme uh, conditions that you can create such amazing service and wisdom for humanity. Um, But all of us, including myself, I grew up in an alcoholic family with a lot of rage and beating. So I don't come from some, you know, abundant, everything was served on a silver platter for me. I had to live with um, no adult that mediated my emotional state. I had learning challenges that were never diagnosed in schools. I was never a good student. I had a stutter, which sometimes even comes up today, but I had a heavy stutter. Me too. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, We (laughs) could be twins. I I come from the same kind of family. Wow. (laughs) And And so here we are in our little, and I don't want to minimize Auschwitz in any way, but we all have our we all have our little kind of hell that we live in that we grew up in or someone who passed away in our life someone dear to us or something we dreamed of that didn't happen a relationship there's so many things so we each have our little hell and we each have the opportunity to expand we each have the capacity to expand and transcend that Mm -hmm. and that's a choice and we need to participate in doing that it, 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 we, we get chances and if we pay attention I see people always get chances but sometimes they don't see that this is an opportunity for a leap forward for an expansive yeah. leap but we all get these opportunities and we all need to actually choose and I need to choose as well on a daily basis whether I'm going to go into my internal hell so to speak or whether I'm going to use the four keys and expand and connect to things that are life-affirming and enlivening and serving the, my, close, um, my close world and, and the community that I'm serving. You, you know, uh, there, is a, um, there is something else I do want to talk with you about, and I want to get to the word balance. Um, there aren't many places that I, I, I use the word balance Uh, But it's important in the context of what you're writing in the book. I happen to be one of these people uh, that 
I don't believe that there is such a thing as a balanced life. I believe that there is a harmonious life Mm -hmm. to figure out the peace parts of your life that work together harmoniously. Because if you're me and you own a network and you're responsible for 100 hosts, uh, there are going to be some things I spend more time doing than others. But in the case of these four keys... I really gave this some thought, and I would love for you to talk in the minutes we have left to talk about what the key to balancing these four is. Mm. So I think that you made a good point about the balance, and I think that the balance came at a time when I looked at the world and felt that we're totally out of balance. Mm-hmm. We, the, the spiritual and the material are split, and we value the spiritual over the material, but we can't live without the material, and we can't, you know, it's, it, it's crazy-making. Yeah. So that's where the we, so the balance is really an awareness of how out of balance we are. But really the aim is abundance, both material abundance and spiritual abundance. And again, it doesn't mean 17 Rolls-Royces in your garage. Abundance can mean many different things for many different people. Um just like you know, we talk in ecology, we talk about sustainability, but I I, I was at a conference and a woman said it's so interesting if you were talking about a relationship do you want the relationship to be sustainable well we'd never want that we'd want it to be thriving or to be abundant or to be loving but why do we call ecologically sustainable that's because we're out of balance but beyond the balance so the balance is really about becoming aware of how out of balance you are once you realize that you need to move into abundance and how you with your unique personality and your um Uh, dreams and your um, desire to serve your purpose, your goals, how can you create abundance, material abundance and spiritual abundance in your life? Mm -hmm. You know, this is a a world, right? We come into this world and, you know, we're, we're given a phenomenal thing we call a body. We're given an unprecedented system of nerves and nerve endings that connect our mind, our brain, which, of course, we don't use very much of. I think we're now at, they say, 11% or something, but we're given this. And yet, given all of this, we are yet to fully explore its beauty, its blessing, and its Mm -hmm. potentiality in its fullest. And so... I wanted to ask you, from your research, from what you've written about, what do you believe truly holds us back? Mm. Wow. Uh, it's a big question. Mm-hmm. Um, I say five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that might relate really to what you talked about earlier with we, 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 we block ourselves from abundance. You know, it's really... it's it, what it is, it's, it's a process of awakening. It's a slow process of awakening that happens. And so just like spirituality is not just going to fall on us, it suddenly will be enlightened. Although some people have mystical experience out of the blue. Um, most of us just have to, it's a slow process of awakening. Awakening to our capacities, to the potentiality. And um, again, I think it comes back to inspired action, to that key the doer, right? We're, we need to be spiritual doers and not, not just spiritual beers. The being is the attitude that you want to have, but you want to bring that attitude to everything you do. 
Otherwise, it's just a, me a meditative state. But most of us live lives and have to pay rent and pay bills. And so it's, I think the doing is really what's going to move us forward. And so, I mean, just like all the horrors that are happening in the world, if you think of it from a spiritual kind of perspective, we need so much horrors to happen in order to awaken. Half of the world is going crazy, terrorism, um, you know, the politics in this country, and the other half is awakening to what are we doing to the planet? How can we do this? So we actually, we need the horrors, again, this dualistic, we need the contrast in order to awaken. And once we awaken and our heart is cracked open, then we are more enlightened, we're more compassionate, and we can accept more abundance and we're less blocked. So we, we, we really need this contrast of back and forth. Mm. You know, I, I, I need to jump to this really quickly. Uh, I know we only have a few minutes left. Um, I was I was reading an article about Senator John McCain who passed. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, having grown up in the Vietnam era and having friends and family that served in the military in that war, uh, also knowing people that refused to serve in the war. I was really struck by what John McCain said when they asked him about three things that kept him going. And it does talk to your fourth key. He said that he was able to stay alive by faith in God, faith in my fellow prisoners and faith in my country. Oh. And w when I thought about that, and please, folks, you can find the details of what this man actually went through. Uh, you also talk about faith filled knowing yeah. and first I want to thank you for joining us here today I want to thank you for writing the book and your generosity but in the last minute we have left I'd love for you to share your final thoughts about faith-filled knowing I will I just want to say one thing that I don't know how I forgot there's an my publisher is doing an ebook sale on Amazon and my book is now the ebook is a 99 cents. So you can actually wow. get the book for 99 cents. There's a week um, sale. So I just have to say it. I'm glad I, did, I didn't forget to. But let's go back now mm -hmm. to the spiritual. We went to the material for just a second here. Yep. But um, um, I was so touched by McCain, specifically yeah. when he when he ran for president and mm -hmm. he lost to Obama. Yeah. And the speech that he gave was so respectful. I mean, I'm yeah. almost in tears now. Yeah. I thought, wow, what a thing to do. You know, our country, this is um, it, um, a special moment in the history of our country with all, you know, slavery yeah. and racism that we've gone through. And I thought, what a respectful thing. The man has fought to be the president of the United States. He just lost. And yet the graciousness, the respect, the sportsmanship even, I thought, that's a respectful politician. Mm. And I love that that, 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 that that is what kept him alive. Like faith is really, faith is holding on to um, the dream and trusting that it's going to happen. So faith is you haven't seen the dream happen yet, but you're already dreaming it. And faith is actually what's going to carry you through the risks that you're going to take, the leaps that you're yes. going to take in order to manifest the dream that you have. So you have to have faith. And along the way, 
you're going to have miracles and synchronistic events that are going to show you that you're not alone, that the universe is supporting you, and it'll strengthen your faith to keep going, doing, risking until you get to the next level, until you leap into the larger version of yourself, the next step. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for saying that. Uh, thank you so much for all that you're doing. And for folks out there, you can get the book on Amazon. Uh, thank you so much for leading the way for people to learn how to exist, perhaps in multiple realities. Thank you so much, Dr. Anna. Thank you, Dr. Pat, for having me. It's been a true pleasure. Awesome. We're going to take a short break, everyone. We're not done yet. When we come back, we're going to be talking about John E. Fetzer and the quest for the new age with my very special guest, Brian Wilson. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. 